Hey, everybody, guess what? I have new merch. New merch connected to the Remember When Tour. If you want, if you want to buy some of that new merch, it's pretty easy. It's all up on JoeMatterese.com, right in my merch store. Just go right into it, okay? There's a cool Van Halen mock-up-looking tour jersey. There's this really cool West Coast video shirt, and and a lot more coming. But right now, those two are the brand new ones, all right? The Just Be shirt's going to be available again soon. The, uh, let's see if I can remember... The uh, the uh, Rocky is my mentor shirt will be available again soon. And uh, geez, there's one more. I nailed the ADD test with that nail on there. Those were the three most popular T-shirts a while back. It's all going to be for sale at JoeMatterese.com. Okay, everybody, let's start the show. All right, everybody. How are you? How you feeling? How you doing on a beautiful, beautiful Tuesday, even though it's Monday as I'm recording this episode of Pretender to Contender. I'm back, back from uh, a bunch of gigs, a little vacation time mixed into the gigs because that's how I do things. Uh, what else? What else? Well, I guess we should uh, mention the gigs that I have this Wednesday, the 28th of July, my residency for Remember When starts in Scarsdale, New York at Jackie B's. Jackie B's, I'm doing a 6.30 show and an 8.30 show. Like I said, this Wednesday, July 28th, the, uh, the next show there will be August 25th at Jackie B's, continuing the residency. All you got to do to get tickets to those shows, just go to JoeMatterese.com and get there fast because they're almost sold out, especially the eight. I think the 830 show might only have like, I don't know, six tickets left, something like that. The 630 show, that shit's hard to sell. 630. But that's what you got to do if you try to get two shows in in a night. But we got a bunch sold, but there's a few left if you want to get to the 630 show be the same show just as funny all right everybody jackie b's scarsdale july 28th and august 25th joematteries.com all right i'm like a plugging fool i'm like a plugging fool everybody i hope you're doing well i hope uh maybe you had a great week it's good weather at least it was here as uh, i reached out to a lot of people with this episode, I guess it's going to be a lot about summer vacationing. When you got a wife and kids, it can be a little difficult figuring out where you want to go, what you want to do. You know, you got to uh, try to entertain the kids. Uh, this year, as you know, I'm just coming back. It was supposed to be three gigs, and it went down to two gigs. It was originally supposed to be in Stone Harbor. On the Sunday, I think that was the 18th, on the Sunday, and then the Wednesday was scheduled to be in Diamond Beach, which is about 
20 minutes away from Stone Harbor, where the other show was, and then that Friday, it was scheduled to be in Boundbrook, New Jersey, which was in North Jersey. So it ended up just being the Stone Harbor show and the Boundbrook show. Diamond Beach got rescheduled. They didn't have enough time to promote it. They were kind of, uh, I don't know, they were busy with a bunch of stuff, and it got was like a last-minute booking because I figured while I was down there, maybe I'll do a show over there, and they decided they want to do things completely correct, which is probably the best. So they moved it. It looks like it's going to be August 18th on a Wednesday. So uh, waiting to find out if that's 100% definite, and then the tickets will be for sale on JoeMatterese.com. So Stone Harbor, let's just talk about that for a second. And and I have I have some stand-up from that show, too, to mix in with uh, what I'm talking about here. So Stone Harbor was classic. Like I said, that's... Uh, that's where uh, that's where the show was, and I, well, I could say my wife found a rental. We stayed in, uh, I guess you would call it an apartment, but it was it was two stories, and it was it was really nice, and I wasn't expecting it. You know, it was deceiving. I mean, it was pretty nice on the outside. It was one of those rare. Uh, if you go to the Jersey Shore, a lot of people knock down these nostalgic old homes and just build fresh and try to make it look like an old home. And they cost a fortune. Uh, whereas you get the occasional old home still there, which, which this was. It was like a really old home, and they pimped it out. I put pictures all over my social media at the Joe Matteries. It had one of those really wide... It looked like a Viking grill, but it wasn't. It was made by Thermador, which looked just as good it was amazing i didn't even know how to work it that's how that's how high end this thing was and we had one of those huge refrigerators that's all it takes really to uh impress me or put me in a good mood but typical me i was only in a great mood for i don't know an hour looking at the place and then i started realizing there was some sort of air conditioner problem now that I have central air in my house, and I, I don't know if you can hear it, the vent's right above me blowing right down on my head. Can you hear that? Do you hear that hum? Yeah, that's AC. That's AC in my office blowing down. So I'm in this uh, this house, and my, my kids came with me. My son brought a friend with him, which was the first time we ever did this. And I, I highly recommend this, parents out there. Bring the friend. My son... Would have been bitching the whole time. I'm bored. Like he's, I don't know. He would have been forced to hang with me. So maybe that would have been a positive. I would have liked to have had some father and son time. But I, I did have to do some gigs while I was there. You know, I thought I was doing two gigs. I had new merch with me that I was selling. There's always uh, me doing social media, trying to get tickets sold, all that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of busy work. So my mind isn't completely in vacation mode. As you guys know who've been listening to me do podcasts over many years, usually a little anxiety comes with me being on vacation, even though I'm on Celexa antidepressant. <laughs> so uh, I'm, uh, what am I trying to say here? So 
I highly recommend your your kids bringing a friend. My daughter didn't bring a friend, which next time I think we're going to have to bring a friend with her. And my mother-in-law came with Noggin. If you've listened in the past, my mother-in-law is married to an Indian man named Noggin. It's her third marriage. My wife's uh, my wife's father and my mother-in-law got divorced a really long time ago. My wife's uh, mother remarried years and years ago, and her husband died. And she's married to Noggin now, who's fucking awesome. He's hilarious, really funny guy, super easygoing Indian guy. And uh, to be honest, very hard to understand him at times. <laughs> I get a lot of, I do a lot of like, uh, yeah, and I don't know. He's like, I'm talking about it. And you're just like, what the fuck did that guy just say? I have no idea. And you just go with it. Uh, And he talks about India all the fucking time. And I can make fun of him on my podcast because the first time I ever met Noggin, he said, I just wanted to let you know. Annie told me you do stand-up comedy. I love comedy, and I want you to know you can rip me a new asshole if you want on in your act. I do not care. You can you can make fun of me as much as you want. So there's this funny thing about him that he brings up India all the fucking time. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. You could be talking about anything, and he'll be like, you know, in India, let me tell you, they don't have that, but they have... They have cricket, and cricket is, uh, uh, my family is very good, very good at cricket, Joe. I don't do a very good Indian accent, but he connects fucking India to anything, you know. He'll be like, I took a five-mile walk on the beach in Wildwood Crest today, and it reminded me, a little bit reminded me of uh, Chennai. It reminded me of Chennai in India. And you're like, oh, fucking God, all right. I mean, I get it. You're not from here, and you moved here when you were 21. I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but I love the guy. Love him a lot. He's so fun. So I have some of the stand-up taped. Um, and I wanted to... I think it's perfect because when I go on stage, I always talk about the situation, talk about what my surroundings. So it'll give you a little backstory to what this podcast is going to be all about as a lot of people called with their favorite vacation places and why and I'll play their voicemails in a little bit uh and we I did the show in Stone Harbor which is as high end as you've ever seen in your life it's so fucking high end it's so beautiful everybody there is a trillionaire and uh we're staying in Wildwood Crest 20 minutes away which if you've ever been to Wildwood Half of Wildwood is fucking horrendous. <laughs> it's shitty. And then Wildwood Crest is like the cleaned up version of it. But once in a while, I think some people that are in the other side drive down or something because they're, they're in your neck of the woods, even though there's a lot of nice houses around there. And my mother-in-law came for money. She grew up in St. Louis. She's this very sophisticated. She might as well be, uh, what was Thurston Howell's uh, wife's name? on Gilligan's Island. I can't remember her name, but that's like my mother-in-law. She has this, like, she has her hair all white. She's very sophisticated, very well-spoken, speaks a bunch of languages, grew up with a lot of money. Her her family owned a candy business growing up that was huge, and I can't tell you the name of it. I know the name of it, but I'm not going to tell you the name of it. 
and uh, she's no, no no longer has all that like as you call it old money. She doesn't have it anymore. Um, I think because she had five, she has five had five brothers and sisters, and her parents lived to really long and kind of ran through a lot of the money. <laughs> I'm giving you way too much backstory here, but she didn't go to the beach once like or she went once while we were there but we're there for the whole week she just sits in the house and reads on the porch that's all she does and i think a little bit of it of the of the reason why she didn't go to the beach was that there's a lot of um fat people with neck tattoos (laughs) in wildwood and i don't think she likes to be around that you know She's racist against her own white trash. Uh, that's, I think, what it is. Pretty classic. Whereas I noticed I started getting used to it and kind of liking it. I don't know. Maybe because I was only there for five days. You know, we didn't do a full week rental. We did a Sunday to Thursday. My gig was on the thurs- on the Sunday. Uh, I don't know. It just it didn't bother me that much. I noticed when I went down, the beach was free which I didn't know for two days. And I was like, oh, no wonder there's some fucking fat dudes on the beach and really overweight people walking around with tattoos everywhere because it's free on the beach. Anyone who knows beaches knows that it has to cost money, and the more it costs to be on that beach, the nicer the clientele is. Uh, If you heard the story years ago when I was trying to figure out which beach was the best closest to New Rochelle where I live... And I got it down to, I think it's called Compo Beach in Westport, Connecticut, which is really high end. It's like where Paul Newman lives or lived. He's not alive anymore, right, Paul Newman? I hope he died. I think he died. (laughs) I know Ron Howard lives there. It's just super unbelievable uh, part of Connecticut. And Compo Beach, it costs $50 to park your car there. And that's how they keep neck tattoo people out. But I found a way around it the first day I went, which is drop your wife and kids off and all your beach shit at the beach and then go park your car at the train station, which was free, and then just Uber back. (laughs) That's what I do. That's what I do. I, I was raised by cheap parents, and I figure out the cheaper way to do what I want to do. I do it a lot. Uh Maybe I'm a genius. Maybe I'm I'm a cheap fuck. I don't know. You you guys decide. Um, as I wrote in my notes here, what would you rather do on a shore vacation? Would you rather stay in a nicer place? And like I said, our place was really nice. Except the air conditioning was fucked up, which I'll get at in a second. Would you rather stay in a nicer place in a shittier town? Or would you rather stay at a shitty place... In, in in a really nice town, you can answer that mentally. You don't need to uh, you don't need to uh, phone in, even though if you don't know the voicemail to the show to leave messages that I play on the show weekly is nine five one two nine eight nine eight nine nine. Put that in your phone somewhere so you have it if you ever just want to call in and leave a message about something, and then I'll answer you on the podcast. And I usually answer everybody. I try to. Unless they're major dicks, and then I don't. So uh, I, I wanted to play you some of this stand-up here of uh, me just getting to Stone Harbor, getting introduced on stage, and realizing 
Wildwood is so different than where uh, this theater is in Stone Harbor. Here you go. Here's here's a little clip. I'll give you a little behind the scenes, a little stand up. That you didn't even have to be at the show. Here's my right. intro. You have seen our headliner open for Bill Burr and Sebastian Maniscalco at the Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia. He was a regular on President Steve. He's been on America's Got Talent, hailing from Cher Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Put your hands together for Mr. Joe Manarese. I see him. He's got a good TikTok following. Check him out. Thank you. Thank you. How old are you? 13. Sweet. That's how old my son is. But I left him home. Yeah. Actually, I'm not. Uh, complete disclosure. I, I, uh, my wife and my two kids are with me this week. Not here. They're not in the room. We are. Uh, we are staying in the Wildwood Crest. If any, did anyone jaunt down? It's my first time staying in in Wildwood Crest, and it's it's really funny coming from Wildwood Crest to Stone Harbor. It's just it's hysterical. What a depression you go into, right? Oh my God! And I have I have like a Jeep Wrangler, which I didn't know was the official Stone Harbor douchebag car. <laughs> Holy shit, every third car is a Jeep with the fucking doors off, with the add-on mirrors. I'm like, I, there's shit that you guys are doing here in Stone Harbor I didn't even know my Jeep could do. Like, my kids think I'm nuts. I'm like, we gotta get next to that. What the fuck? I didn't know what, I didn't know what the hell's that on the side. I don't love that. I don't know. I think it has a Corvette connected to it. I don't know. That guy has something giving him oral sex while he's driving. He obviously lives on the main line of Philadelphia. There is no one in Stone Harbor from Runnymede, I'll tell you that. No one from Maple Shade was like, yo, what do you say we, uh, we go in, all 30 of us, for, for a one bedroom? We'll do it. 
all like to show uh, the Ivy League schools. Uh, right. I'll, leave, I'll let you hear this last year. I'm like, would you stop? Really? Man? Is there anyone here who's just like a like, high school graduate? Barely made it! Just like, Three weeks of community college. Where's that? Where's that freaking banner? Where can I buy that? They should definitely sell that on the Wildwood Boardwalk, by the way. Just GED the banner. They were a fun crowd. They, they, they were a fun crowd. Uh, how's my mic level now? They were a fun crowd. Uh, about 185 people in a small theater uh, on a Wednesday, on a Sunday night in Stone Harbor. Good time. Good time. Keeping it rolling. Keeping it rolling. But yeah. So, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about was this air conditioner situation. And I have, I have a little bit of me bitching about it uh, on stage as I'm trying to get to it exactly about at the six minute mark. Um, I think it's, I don't know if it's when I spend money on something, even though some of you will go, you know, your wife spent the money. <laughs> uh, Cause I have oh, full disclosure. I have a wife with a PhD. In case you didn't know that and you're coming into the podcast. Dr. Wife. Um, but let's say uh, this rental, I think it was five, $575 a night. I mean, they're cranking up prices now at all these rentals. But, you know, we go, we could go to the beach. It was pretty close to the beach. Uh, like, like I said, it was a nice place. It was a four-bedroom, two-bath place. But the air, <laughs> it was weird. There were all these, and I would love to hear you, what your thoughts are, why this happened. I love hearing that. Call that on the voicemail, 951-298-9899, and I'll, I'll play it on next week's podcast. They had like, I think they had like four different thermostats in this place. And when I see a thermostat, that usually means a new zone, right? That's a different zone. So the first floor where the kitchen and the living room was had a master bedroom and a master bath thermostat, right? It had a thermostat in the dining room. Then it had another thermostat in that master bedroom on that first floor. Then if you went upstairs, there were two more. There were two more thermostats upstairs in two of the out of the three bedrooms that were up there. And they had another bathroom up there, too. Two more thermostats. For some reason, every night, the master bedroom where I was sleeping, and anyone who knows if they go away with their wife and kids, I don't know if this happens to you, but lots of times my wife would rather sleep with my daughter or she has to put my daughter to sleep and then she just falls asleep in my daughter's bedroom. So she's upstairs. She's sleeping with my daughter basically every night that we're there. Maybe because I snore, who knows? I mean, I yeah, I know the reason. I snore, I bounce around when I sleep, and sometimes she'll choose sleeping with Willa. So she's not with me, and for some reason, this master bedroom every night goes down to 64 degrees. Now, some of you guys would go, oh, that's great. I like it that cold. It was fucking freezing. I had to, by the last night, I finally figured it out, and I just slept in a in a sweatshirt with the hood 
and 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 sweatpants with socks on and then had an extra blanket and put it on top of me. That's how cold it was. And you I I couldn't fix it. I was like getting so annoyed. I shut off the thermostat. Everything was on off and it was still just running. So I was like my thought was the owner has control of the AC. These thermostats must do nothing. And I didn't know if that was even possible. I'm like, how do you make your thermostats not do anything? This is weird. Is that possible? Asking you guys, is it? Uh, so thank God also that it got so cold in the bedroom because there was a lot of time that the air conditioner just didn't seem to be on in the living room and dining room and in the kitchen of this rental. So that bedroom being ice compensated for the other vents not having air coming out of them and i'm sitting there trying to figure it out and my wife is just getting annoyed with me she's just like shut the fuck up about the air conditioning why do you keep bringing it up and it's so funny because i i know the reason like my dad and is the same way he won't shut up about some little detail and my parents came and visited us one of the days and of course my dad Notice this house was like I said, like I said, it was really old, right? It had a really narrow staircase because it was an old Victorian home, really narrow, which made it really cool. It had this amazing looking thick wood railing and just was like in perfect condition. All the hardwood looked like it was like wide plank pine in perfect condition. And my dad goes, I figured it out. I figured it out. I figured out why there's no dressers in any of the bedrooms and they all have walk-in closets it's because the stairwell's too narrow they could not get a dresser up that stairwell so they just built um built-in uh, cubbies in all of the walk-in closets and then they probably made walk-in closets where there weren't walk-in closets and he just he loves shit like that and he's exactly like me anybody else in a marriage where you get yelled at in your marriage for doing shit that technically isn't your fault. It's your parents' fault. It's ingrained in you, and you got to try to not be you that you've become because of your mom and dad. That's my marriage. I should have jokes about that because it's fucking hilarious how many times my wife <laughs> gets mad at me doing some shit that is exactly what my mom or dad would have said or done in that in that situation. Oop, someone just closed the door. Or that was the air. Who's in here? Willa's in here. Oh, my daughter just stuck her head in mid-podcast. You want to say hi mid-podcast? You want to say hi? Hello. That's Willa, everybody. Willa Matarese. Willa, did I, what, did I talk about the air conditioning too much in the rental in Stone Harbor? Tell everybody what I said. What did I do? Do you remember anything I said? No. No? Did you have a thermostat in your bedroom? You did, right? Was your bedroom cold? When it was on. When it was on, it was cold? But not too cold. You were never freezing. I was freezing. You were freezing. Okay. We're learning a lot from Willa Matarese. Great talking to you. We'll see you again for next episode. She's going to leave. Slam that door. Slam it. Yeah, there we go. I think that was Willa's first time on Pretender to Contender. Ron, first time for her? Uh, 
<laughs> so here's some more. Here's me on stage. I love going on stage and not having any plan. You you could probably tell before I'm playing stuff. I'm just saying it. I'm not. There's no plan. I didn't sit down and write it. I just start talking and see what the hell is going to come out. So here's me just talking about my wife and the air conditioning situation right there in Stone Harbor at the Harbor Theater. Out of breath in her basement. <laughs> yeah, so my wife's pissed at me. I love this. I'm just going to tell you the truth right at the top of the show. I didn't even start. So our rental started today, right? And I think this would piss anybody off because anyone who knows who's down here, first of all, if there's any other kids here that came with their parents, give your parents major hugs because they tripled the price of everything this summer. It's bullshit. I don't care about Corona, all right? It's bullshit, right? I shouldn't have to pay, I'll pay $5.75 a night. I don't know, is that a deal? My wife thinks it's free or something. I'm like, no, this gig doesn't put me up, all right? What gig, what gig would you get Sunday to Thursday like for a one night gig? It's not happening. Right? So five seventy five a night. So we check in, and I'm just your typical like I grew up with cheap parents. I'm Italian, you know. That's, you know, that's how you do it, right? I'm literally trying to figure out which vents aren't working. I could tell, you know, because it was hot. It was a little hot today, right? A little as the Jersey. We're a little muggy today, right? A little muggy, a little breeze, but a little hot, right? But my wife just ignores thermostats. It's all about how she feels, right? That's what she says. She's like, it feels good. There's a breeze. There's a breeze. And I go, I just point right at the thermostat. 78. Does anyone want to pay 575 a night for 78 degrees? Huh? Johnny Delaware over to Pennsylvania? How pissed would you be? if like three quarters of your vents have no air conditioning coming out of them. I couldn't wait to hit up the owner, right? Oh man, I'm all over it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be one of those dicks that writes the bad review though, you know? But I'm, I'm serious, I don't even have jokes about this. This just happened and I wanna figure this out if I'm weird. This is what my wife says, she goes, it feels comfortable. I'm like, that's cause the one vent that works in our bedroom it's 14 degrees in there right now. Like we have one vent that works in the master bedroom. So I just dropped it. You know, I don't give a shit, right? I'll let the, I'll open all the windows. It's a rental. I don't give a shit. I'm that guy. I'm not that save the environment. All right. All right. You need to know what I'm saying here. Th this was day one. That was my day one. I thought I fixed it by just setting the thermostat really low in my bedroom. Uh, it wasn't because it just stayed that way the whole trip, even though I was shutting it off. It just stayed that way unless the owner saw that I put it that low and was like, oh, he likes it at this. I will keep it at this for him at all times. <laughs> no, it's called a fucking thermostat. It has up and down. No one has a temperature that they exactly want it at all the time. I mean, maybe you do, uh, but it's not 64. I'll tell you that. All right, back to the show. Back to the show. I'm like, open this shit. I'm going to ruin. I'm going to take these people down. They're going to have to sell this fucking problem. They have four zones and one of them works. This is bullshit, right? And anybody else? I just go to every thermostat in this rental. I'm like, 68. Let's go. Get down. Drop. Freaking 78. It feels comfortable. 
let's let's just talk about why we're really here, though, folks. All right, all right, back back to me here. Let's do a podcast. We're not going to play uh, seven hours of stand up. Uh I, I could tell when I'm back to doing stand up comedy too. I tend to uh, voice my opinions more out loud in my marriage, probably. You know, I don't even notice that I'm having these negative opinions until I start doing stand-up again because that's what comedy is. Comedy is negative thoughts. It's what's bothering you. It's not what's not bothering you. And things start bothering you when you start performing again. It's a, it's a weird fucking industry that we're in, comedy. But that's just the... That's that's it in a nutshell, man. But I, I, I want to hear from the other callers because I could talk about this shit forever. I could talk about air conditioning for 11 hours. Um, but we have a bunch of callers here and I want to play them and I want to discuss uh, their thoughts, their their favorite places to go for summer vacations and and why. So uh, let's go to, let's see who we should play first. We got, uh, geez, 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 where are they? Where are they? We got two Fridays. Oh, okay. We got a little Tommy. Little Tommy's becoming a regular. Tommy, TP, we call him. TP's becoming a regular. Here's TP. Joey Neats. Tommy P, TP here. Favorite summer vacation spot. Long Beach Island, LBI, New Jersey. Love it. Great family destination. High end, everybody. High end. I'm told it's high end. LBI. I'm going to try that, I think, next year. It's an hour, at least an hour and 20 minutes closer to my house than going to Avalon, Stone Harbor, Wildwood Crest. It's about an hour and 20 closer. Family friendly. No riffraff. You know what I'm talking about. Even though 20, 25 years ago, I was part of the riffraff, staying out to all hours of the night, wreaking havoc in the neighborhoods, causing issues. You don't get that down there at LBI. It's family, family, family. Great spot for the young kids. A lot of great restaurants, beautiful, clean beaches, not too crowded because you need some cash to go there. You know what I'm saying? So you don't get crowds. expensive to go down there. Not that I'm big shot and I make big money because I don't, but I find a way to scrounge up a few shekels and get myself down to LBI with the family. Love it. Now, if I was in my mid-20s, I wouldn't say LBI was the spot. If I was in my mid-20s, I'd say, you know, probably the Hamptons. A lot of good clubs out there. A lot of pretty girls wearing, you know, abbreviated outfits or next to nothing, just covering up their private parts. Okay. So I go LBI as a family man. I'd go to Hamptons if I was young, 20, single guy looking for, uh, you know, some tail. Keep at it, pal. Love you. All the best. Later. Oh, yeah. Thanks for the call, TP. 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 Thank you, man. Hamptons. Never got to go to the Hamptons much because I grew up South Jersey, you know. Once I moved to New York, uh no one I knew was going to the Hamptons. Like, that's at this, like, insane tier, I always thought. You know where I I have been to Montauk, which is past the the Hamptons. There used to be a comedy gig there, and I did it a lot of times. Hamptons is beautiful. 
It is. And I think I once went, like, I think I was a single guy doing some gigs out there years and years ago. And I think I went to out to, like, a club in the Hamptons once. And I got to be honest, TP, I don't like, well, comedians, we it's, I think it's across the board with comedians. We hate dance clubs. I've never liked them, always hated them. I would go because there were girls there, but I was never like, oh, fucking can't wait to go to that club and uh, not be able to hear myself talk and no one be able to hear what I'm saying. That's going to suck. So I never liked it. And that's all that they really have at the in the Hamptons. And they were just really a lot of like rich dicks. You know, I, I, I've always said that like. Stone Harbor is too rich for me, and then Wildwood is too shitty for me, and it's tough to find the place for the guy that's in the middle financially, right? And Wildwood Crest, maybe that's why I kind of got used to it. I think that's kind of where I'm at. And this Davenport Beach Club that we're members of here, we fit in there because it's like there's the beach and there's the pool at the place, but it doesn't cost an insane amount to join and everybody there as like normal income level families, you know, and we fit. And I like that. I don't tend to like to be around that really upper scale where you don't feel comfortable. You know what I mean? I think you know what I mean. Let's get to the next caller. Hey, it's Benny Brand. And I'm calling from New Jersey and I'm a comic. And today's podcast topic is super important. Favorite summer vacation spot. Let me first start out with not my favorite spot. That's the Jersey Shore, because I live here, and everybody comes to the Jersey Shore from all over the place, and it gets too crowded. I don't like a crowd, people. I don't like it. Now, Jackson Hole, Wyoming, is a totally different animal. Sure, it gets crowded, and if you're downtown spotting billionaires, it can get busy. But you can spread out in the Grand Tetons, Head up to Yellowstone Park and find places where there are no human beings. Now, someone spots a grizzly bear. I don't know how or why, but suddenly it gets crowded. Word goes out on some type of psychic network, but everybody rushes to wherever the grizzly bear is. But it's entertaining. I don't mind that crowd because there's a strong chance that the grizzly bear will attack one of those people. And I will get a viral video. And we all know the viral video is a way to become a famous stand-up comedian. And my viral video of a bear eating a turf at Yellowstone Park would be absolutely hysterical. Enjoy the Jersey Shore. I'll be in Wyoming. <laughs> uh, thank you, Vinny. I never thought of that, the J Jackson Hole. I didn't know that that was like... Uh... You know, a very, well, I guess it's obvious that it's spacious. But I agree with you, man. My wife and I are similar where we don't like crowds. Uh, maybe that's why I kind of like the Wildwood Crest this time. If you've ever been to Wildwood, the beaches are like five times the size of any beaches you'll see anywhere in the world. Really. They're fucking huge. Not, no lie. I mean, as soon as you hit it from the street, it's, I don't know, what would you say? It, it might be a half, a half mile. <laughs> it might be a half a mile from the top of the sand to the water. That's how big it is. Um, and because it's so big, you never feel jammed in on the beach. 
Sure, if you go to the boardwalk in Wildwood, it's going to be a fucking shit show. We didn't do that. We, I rode my bike on the boardwalk during the day really early. There was no one there yet. When my wife and I have gone on cruises, that's the hardest place to find space. There is just fat people with neck tattoos everywhere. Not really neck tattoos because it, it does cost a lot to go on a cruise. But the, the, the loser clientele tends to flock towards cruises for some reason, even if it's an, a higher-end one. It's just what it brings in. And they, it's overcrowded. They're never, like, empty. I've only taken one cruise that I loved. And you might have remembered it years ago. I got on the ship... Uh, in Boston, and the cruise went from Boston to uh, Harbor, Maine. Uh, is it Harbor? Harbor? New Harbor? Harbor, Maine? One of those. Southern Maine. <laughs> Up to Nova Scotia. Made a turn into the St. Lawrence River. Went past Quebec City. Well, stopped at Quebec City, which is... My favorite place on earth, really, is Quebec City. It looks like a mini Paris. It's so beautiful. Everything's cobblestone. You know I like that kind of old European kind of look, and it has it. It's unbelievable there. And then it ended in in Montreal, and then it turned around, and it went back. I did two cruises. I did comedy on it. It's the only time I ever loved being on a cruise. I almost didn't want to get off. I'm not bullshitting you, and usually I can't wait for a cruise to end, and one of the reasons why I stopped doing them. I just hated them. I hated that feeling. I couldn't go on my phone. You can't unless you pay an insane amount for Wi-Fi. You can't check email unless you pay an insane amount for Wi-Fi. And there's, it's just, I don't know. It's a lot of downtime when you're a comedian on it and you're alone. It just becomes, you're depressed. You're drinking way more than you normally do just to sleep. It's just, uh, I didn't like it. But that one cruise wasn't overcrowded and everybody on the ship was old as shit. They were great audiences somehow because they weren't 90. They were like 60, 65, you know, 70, 75 tops. They were all in that 60 to 75 range. They were fucking sophisticated. I bet there were a lot of Canadians maybe. I don't remember. But they just were great comedy audiences and just so behaved on the cruise ship. Old people is like being around <laughs> not a lot of people because <laughs> they're almost dead, right, Vinny? So they don't fucking get loud. All right, let's keep it rolling. But thanks for the call, Vinny. That was a great one. Jackson Hole, I'm going to put that down. I think my wife's ex-boyfriend lives there, though, so I don't really want to go there. Where are we at? Why is it not playing? Oh, the volume wasn't on. Oh, we can't do that. Start at the beginning. Can't miss Ronnie. Yes, Ron Pollock when com. Great vacation spot when I was growing up or whatever. Or maybe you didn't say when I was growing up. But anyways, I, I can't think of too many, but I can think of some bad vacations with my parents. And now that I, I, you know, I'm older, I can just realize the only reason we went to these places is because my parents are cheap and they want to take us to, like, good places. Two places I really hate. One, Bushkill Falls, where it's just like these um, 
I guess they were water fountains or something. It just seemed like an endless maze. It was really boring. And the other one we went on was Crystal Cave. Both terrible vacations. Crystal Cave, I think, is just some caves and that you go walk around in, but just terrible, boring ass, terrible for kid vacations that my parents went on because they didn't want to spend money. <laughs> it just ended. Uh, it usually goes along. That's a good one, Ron. And you just made me think of something. As your voicemails always do, for some reason, they they just open up my mind. When when you said that, I could think of one of the places I hated the most is Lake George. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people that live up there. It is just, it's like a trailer park going around a fucking lake. There's not one spot, unless I didn't find it, that is like a little bit more sophisticated, just a little nicer. Like I don't need it insane. Like I said, I need it in the in the middle. I don't want to see really fat people with tats on their necks and and smoking cigarettes everywhere. Like I I don't want to be on that vacation. I'm not a smoker. My wife's not a smoker. You know, she's an educated person. I'm a stand-up comedian who's not an educated person, but you know. I like to talk to educated people. I like educated people in my comedy audiences usually. They get the they get me better. I don't know why. It's not like I'm talking about high-end thing or or uh, intellectual things. I don't know what the reason is, but people that have good educations usually get my comedy better. I don't know if what it is about it. I'd love to know if you know why. I don't know. Some people say that, well, because you're, you're not just surface. You have like, you're like, think a little deeper than most people. Maybe that's what it is. But yeah, dude, stay away from Lake George, New York. It's the king of that. If you want to go somewhere better in New York, I'm going to recommend, and this is, sucks that I can't remember the name of it. Where, where's that old racetrack? Saratoga. Saratoga and Saratoga Springs love that place. Love that place. A lot of rich dudes there. Something about it, though. I just, I like it. Go. Great cigar shops. <laughs> uh, okay. Okay. Let's keep it rolling. Hey, Steve Trevelis, Jersey 101.5 WIP. You want a vacation spot? I give you a vacation spot in New Jersey. Seattle City. They say, smile, you're in Seattle City. They got a lot to smile about. Free beach on Wednesday. How about that, Seattle City? Yeah, free beach on Wednesday. As they say, all the beach bag ladies go south to protect our borders. Uh, also, you got food grilled cheese. Did you get better than that? Primos, Hoagies, Ocean Drive, Kicks McNulty, uh, Dead Dog Saloon. Uh, did I mention the free beach on Wednesday? I own a house there. But I ain't telling you where it is, because otherwise I'd have to make lunch. Uh, you guys have a great day. And if you want to have a better day, you go to Seattle City, New Jersey. Right? Let's all say it together. Seattle City, New Jersey. I'm going to go down there now. Talk to you later. <laughs> Steve Trevelisse. Can you tell he's a radio guy? New Jersey 101.5. This is Steve Trevelisse calling you on your podcast, Joe. He's got that radio voice. He is a radio guy. Uh See, I do Primo Hoka. I forgot about that. You just reminded me because I was I kept saying because my wife went and bought like stuff at the supermarket. And what happens when you buy your own food, you end up missing some of those staple things that you need. If you grew up 
at the Jersey Shore. You went there a lot. Like, so you want to get them. You want to get them, even though Primo's didn't exist when I was young. But as I got older, it did. And I, it's, they're, they're hoagies. Even that word hoagies, 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 as they say in Philly, they're so good. And my wife bought lunch meat. And we didn't get to have the Primo hoagies. They just realized I missed it. I had planned it, motherfucker. And uh, you say free on Wednesdays. Wildwood, free every day, dude. Just go crest. Go deep crest, though. I was like at the where the boardwalk begins. It's, it's just the tip of Wildwood Crest. I should have went crest further, but there wasn't any places to pick from. This year, as, as people probably know, everything was rented up, man, no matter where you wanted to go. You couldn't find a spacious place, Vinny. I don't know if you went to Jackson Hole this year. I think you did because I think your Facebook picture or Facebook has uh, pictures of your trip all over it. Uh, let's get to the next caller. Hey, it's Matt Cole. Uh-oh. Who's this one? Number one, where we like a vacation. You know, I'm probably like the opposite of everyone in the Philippine area. The Jersey Shore, like you did. Probably because of, you know, the crowd, you know, to drive down there from Philly and the crowds down there. Not a big fan of tourist traps, too. So, not Disney World. So, that's why I'm happy going to the Poconos or maybe a national park where it's a little bit more remote outside. Um, but still doing activities and laying around doing nothing as well. But question I have for you, Joe, is this. So would uh, staff be upset, say, one day vacation in Wildwood Crest? And oh, how would uh, uh, city uh, for this week? Maybe another night. So anyway, Joe, we're doing well. And, uh, Dude, we missed the whole thing, Matt. We missed the whole thing. I don't know what you were going to ask me. You got to call me for next week's podcast. I want to know what did you would Steph be upset? What if I went to one place and she went somewhere else? Is that what you were gonna say? <laughs> I mean, we were all down there because I had a gig, which I we thought I had two gigs, but it went down to one. As I said at the top of the podcast, which it got moved to August. Ah, oh, I would have loved to have asked, heard what you had to say there, Matt. I, I don't know what it was. Let's go to the next caller. Joe, Chris from Ashland, Mass. My favorite summer vacation spot is Booth Bay Harbor, Maine, and I'll tell you why. Mostly because there's not too many assholes there, um, <laughs> uh, but really the lobster and the lobster rolls just constantly just food everywhere, great seafood, uh, it's beautiful, it's quiet, it's peaceful, and uh, it's a place where I feel like I can really relax and just forget about all the bullshit of everyday life. Uh, and that's it. I hope uh, that all is well with you and uh, some funny stuff on that uh, remember when uh, clips that you've been posting. So keep it up. Hope to see you soon, buddy. Take care. Thank you, Chris from Ashland, Mass. Yes, as you as you heard, or you know, I talked about the cruise. One of the things that was great about it is that it was that route. It went through Maine. It went to Nova Scotia. I think maybe it's it's the people up there. I've always had a great time in Portland, Maine. Also, that uh, 
what great restaurants in Portland, Maine. Oh my God. Yes. And, 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 and it's so scenic and it looks a little different. The beach is different there. It's, it's rockier. The, well, the water's colder, obviously, but it's not so cold. You can't go in if you go to Southern Maine. Right. And I don't know if this part of Maine you suggested is way up there or if it's more, uh, Bar Harbor. Did I say Harbor before? It's Bar Harbor, Maine, right? I said it wrong. There it is. I, I, I corrected myself. Uh, yes, dude, I agree with you. Maine, not a lot of assholes. That's the key to a great trip. Where can I go? There's not a lot of assholes. You might want to skip Wildwood, dude. <laughs> Definitely not uh, North Wildwood, dude. You're going to see a lot of assholes there. All right, next caller. Hey, Joe, it's Dave Matarese, long time no talk. Uh, thought I would call in on the whole vacation subject here. And we've been going to Key West for many, many years. I had a timeshare down there, and it's just a perfect spot because you're still in the United States. It feels like you're in the Caribbean. And it's a beautiful area to relax at the beach. And also, you don't need a car because you can walk everywhere on the island of Key West. You just you can rent a golf cart possibly if you need to do something or rent a bike, but it's a nice vacation. You can just fly in and just kind of stay there and not have to worry about driving around all over the place and and trying to find different things to do because there's plenty to do, a lot of R&R, a lot of great, great restaurants, particularly seafood. Of course, the nightlife if you're younger is a lot of fun, plenty of bars to go to which is great. But it's also great for the kids, too, because there's plenty of uh, uh, hotels that have nice pools and, and areas for the kids to have fun as well. And it's, um, you know, it used to be hard to get to with airfare, but, you know, folks that live in Philly and New York now, it's or even anywhere else like Boston where we're near, it's easy to get to. A lot of big airlines fly there now and fly bigger planes into the airport, so you don't have to worry about... Um, you know, flying on a little small plane or anything like that. So um, it's a great trip, and always the weather's perfect. It's only rained once in all the years we've gone down there. So perfect spot. Hope you're doing well. Take care. Bye-bye. Wow. You would think you would think Dave, and Dave Matarese is not related to me. He has the same last name, but we're not related. We've got become friends over the years through our last names. Dave, you would think it's really hot in Key West, but I guess not because it's so such a small peninsula. You get so much uh, breeze. It's similar to Aruba, I bet. If you've ever been to Aruba, that's what they're known for is that their breeze. <laughs> and it is one of the reasons it makes Aruba so great is that breeze and, and, and the restaurants. It has restaurants like you're in New York City, if you've ever been to Aruba. I mean, they're just top-notch. They're really expensive, the restaurants. You're, you're not getting entrees for under 50 bucks, let's put it that way. Uh, but Key West, my wife and I love Key West. Whenever we go to Miami, we always like rent a car and we drive down there and... Uh, with the kids, we did that once, and we had a lot of really cool pictures from being in Key West. And yeah, that's 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 a good that's a good idea. I didn't realize that you could fly in there. Can you, you can fly direct? Because I'm I'm not a fan of anywhere I got to do the uh, the layover. I don't know what it is. As I gotten older, I'm like 
I need to fly right there. Maybe it's because I'm afraid to fly, so I want one flight. I don't want to worry again after I landed. <laughs> I have to do the worry all over, the takeoff, and then then the land, and then I got to check the weather, what it's going to be, where I'm landing, and what the weather is when we're taking off. And, oh, God, fuck. That's one thing I've loved during this this Corona time is I haven't been on an airplane and geez, it's like, I don't know. Is it two years, a year and a half now? It's been so long since I've flown and I, I don't miss it. I, I, I just hate it. All right, Dave, I will keep that one. We have one last caller. We're going to do it. I'm going to keep a podcast under an hour, man. The podcast network will be super happy over there at, uh, if you haven't checked them out, they're, going crazy they're doing so much stuff over at uh chop sports chopsportsmedia.com is where my podcast is where it lives on their um on their podcasting network but you can listen to it anywhere you listen to podcasts right but go check uh, out their little website they're representing all kind of athletes now and uh, signing these college athletes that are allowed to sell merch now and their merch is for sale in their store. My merch is for sale in their store, but you can just go to joematteris.com to make it easy and, and, and access my merch that's in their store and buy it right off of joematteris.com. All right. And you'll have it in five days. It's amazing how uh, this company works that I'm connected with here. Boom, five days, you got it, all right? We got the West Coast Video porn room shirt. If you remember West Coast Video, it's from my stand-up act. We got the VH Van Halen mock-up of Remember When that's really cool looking. I want to get that on a hat. I got to get that on a hat soon. I'm going to buy the uh, three-quarter concert tee. I want to wear that on stage, and, and then that, that's available on JoeMatterEast.com. And the black t-shirt version of it. Go check it all out. All right? Sorry. Just did a little plug. Let's get to our last caller here. One of our regulars. The man, the myth, Jerry Rowan. I'm just going to... Is he going to say... Before I hit play, I haven't listened to it. Is he going to say that he's the Jerry Rowan, the music man? Something like that. Go check out his music uh, on YouTube, everybody. He's a good dude. Great musician. Singer, songwriter. Going to love him. Jerry Rowan, R-O-W-A-N. Hello, it's Jerry Rowan from Philly, calling from the Jersey Shore, calling to talk about my favorite vacation spot. And it- oh, he didn't say it. I thought he was going to say it. Jersey Shore. You can hear his Philly accent. I haven't lived in Philly so long, in South Jersey so long, that I don't think I can do the accent. I think it just pops up every once in a while. All right. It's, uh, it's an easy one, really. But, uh, I mean, in my 50 years, I've been a lot of places, a lot of fancy places with crystal clear water that you can uh, see. I mean, it's like you're getting in an aquarium, you know, like you're swimming in fish. And it's pretty amazing. But, uh, you know, and I hope I hope, uh, I hope, hope go to more places like that because they're wonderful, like being on another planet. And I and assume we're going to Florida, and I can't wait to do that. But I got to tell you. My answer to your question is simple. Uh, it's the Jersey Shore and my little piece of land by the sea that I own. Nothing will beat that. That's my favorite spot. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, pretenders and contenders. So long. That is why Jerry Rowan is what you would call happy to be there or happy to be here. We, 
my friend uh, Ray Combs and I call people that happy to be here. And Jerry, you fall under the category of happy to be here. You never want anything more or anything. You you love what you have and you appreciate it. And that's why you're a happy guy, dude. It's a great great call to end to end the podcast with, man. It's perfectly it's perfectly put. Happy to be here, Jerry Rowan. Jersey Shore, where he is. It's because we grew up there. It makes us feel warm when you go to places that you do have those memories with. Every day when I took that bike ride down the Wildwood, the Wildwood Boardwalk, it just brought me back to when I was 17. I was I, I went there for the whole summer as a 17-year-old. I I rented beach chairs. And beach umbrellas on the beach, as you may have heard the story, I was an asshole and I added a dollar on because there was no price, there's no prices on our, on our, on our, <laughs> on the uh, unit that held all the, the gear and my friend got caught and then they put price tags up on us. So he got fired. I didn't. I continued on that summer, but what a great job it was and what a great summer and that's probably the reason why i love the jersey shore too jerry it's probably my choice i get to go to cape cod with my family here and there because that's where they grew up and i get it they have that memory but i do really feel nice when i'm there and i even suggested to the guys that i grew up with all those guys that we rented that one bedroom apartment in the jersey shore when i was 17 four guys in a bedroom and all the other guys that i grew up with that we do some sort of reunion weekend, go down there, you know. doesn't have to be every year, but just, you know, do it once. Rent it out, rent a place for the weekend, and we go down there, man. Because you don't need to do much when you're just looking at shit that brings you back, right? You don't, you don't need the greatest, even though Jersey Shore has great food. Uh, you don't need much when you have memories. All right, guys, that's my little tidbit to end pretender contender pretender to contender come and see me live if you happen to be anywhere near scarsdale which will be tomorrow when you listen to this which is wednesday the 28th of july i'm doing two shows 6 30 and 8 30 at jackie b's in scarsdale the remember when show is going up there all right joematterese.com for tickets and and the merch all right guys You have a good one. Take it easy.